Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Uniquely Designed Talk Radio with your host, certified life coach, international speaker, and author, Nayshawn Turner. Uniquely Designed Talk is all about encouraging, motivating, inspiring, and empowering you to redesign your life to achieve your personal and professional goals and dreams. So get ready to experience your moment of transformation as you listen to Nayshawn and her guests on Uniquely Designed Talk. Welcome to Uniquely Designed Talk, the Total Empowered Woman Radio Show. Hi, I'm your host, Nashawn Turner, the founder and CEO of Uniquely Designed Coaching. And I am so excited that you decided to join us today as we're going to continue to talk about the ESP marriage. But today, we're going to kind of do a different spin on it because we have a different guest that's going to be coming on later on in the show. But before we get started, I just want to let you know how you can connect with us, which is on my website at www.uniquelydesigned.com designcoaching.com or on Facebook by just typing in Nation Turner dash uniquely design coaching. And of course I'm on Twitter, so you can also hit me up there with using the at sign Nation underscore Turner. You know, all month we have been talking about intimacy. We've been talking about ESP, that's what I like to call it, the emotional, spiritual, and physical intimacy. And we've been having such a great time doing it. Um, For the last two weeks, or maybe two weeks ago, should I say, uh, my husband and I were on the show, and I don't know if many of you listened or tuned in, but we had a great time just talking about ESP and how it has impacted our marriage and what we believe it will do for other couples, learning those special ways to connect uh, with their intimacy in the emotional, spiritual, and physical realm. And then, of course, last week we had on Pastor Ira and Linda Augustine, who kind of picked up where we left off, and they kind of shared their their story and and how it's so important to connect and and to build that intimacy in a marriage that's going to that you hope to last forever. And so that is what we have been talking about on this month uh, in February, the love month. So if you missed any of those shows, of course, you can always go back and listen to the archive shows on Blog Talk Radio. Just go to Nation Turner, Uniquely Designed Talk, and you'll find all the shows that we talked about, uh, just listening to intimacy and showing how you can utilize that in your marriage today. However, on today's show, we're going to be talking about the powerful impact of ESP in a marriage, and we're going to have today on our show uh, Zenobia Ross, which is a licensed marriage and therapist, uh, family marriage, and let me just get it together, okay. Zenobia Ross is a licensed marriage and family therapist. There we go. Okay, and she's going to be coming on in about 10 minutes to be sharing and weighing in on what we have been discussing um, for the last few weeks. And she's going to be here to offer some helpful tips to further strengthen intimacy 
in your marriage. Now, of course, if you have any questions along the way, you can always call into the show, and you can just let us know what your questions are. We'll bring you on the air, and we would love to help uh, build that ESP marriage in your marriage. So she's going to be here to answer questions. I'm here to answer questions, and we're just excited to be concluding this this, uh, particular topic today, but we want to leave you with some great stuff. And so we hope that so far, as you have been tuning in, that you have I've gotten some I've gotten some great things from the show. You know, I think about intimacy and I, I, I love I'm a very intimate person and so I love connecting um in ways that, that reaches the heart of another person, especially my husband. So um and I, I told you guys earlier I've been married for twenty five years and and so through the, the fact that we have continued to maintain an emotional connection, being able to relate to one another heart to heart, exchanging what we feel, think, believe and, and whether that includes your fears, your doubts, whatever that's going on, your insecurities, that emotional intimacy being there is helpful because you find that that's a safe place, a safe place for you to come and share all of those things and to know, as we mentioned last week, that it won't be used against you. So I'm so grateful to be able to connect that way, and I feel that it's so important for couples to be able to relate that way and to find that safety in their marriage emotionally. And then, you know, as I think about how important it is to connect spiritually, um, it's such a, for us, it's the bedrock, it's the centerpiece, you know, for our marriage, being able to connect, keeping God as the center, but also being able to relate to one another, spirit to spirit, to be able to be concerned for the spiritual health of one another, Um, being able to tap into that place where, you know that your spouse may need encouragement or they may need prayer or they may need, you know, just that, that place of knowing that someone is covering them um, in, in the spirit and, and is, you know, there for them to, to intercede for them and, uh, and just be all that they can that God has intended for you to be for your spouse. And so having that spiritual intimacy is critical, I believe, in a marriage to sustain it, um, to strengthen it, uh, and to pull you through some rough times, some 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 times that all of us encounter the ups and the downs, you know. But it's you know having that spiritual base is is key, I believe, to sustaining uh, marriages. And then of course, you know, we kind of talked about the physical intimacy, and I know that you know we kind of rushed through it a little bit, but and hopefully with uh, Synovia, she'll talk about a little bit of the physical intimacy as well, and how important it is to to be able to have a great sexual relationship with your spouse and and how to keep it creative, how to keep it fun, how to recognize the needs of one another and how to be able to share that with your spouse, to tell the spouse what you like, what you don't like, those kind of things and how to make it better. Um, You know, as we get older uh, and the longer we've been married, it should not get worse. It should get better. It should be so much more intense, so much more satisfying and fulfilling. And so, so that's where we want to go today is kind of uh, talking about all three of those areas and how you're able to incorporate and make sure that if you're weak in one area, you know, let's get strong there. And so you can have a strong marriage all the way around. And so we're going to be talking about some tips and some tools that can helpfully, uh, hopefully make that area uh, everything that it needs to be. So, I just want to say before we bring on Synovia that, you know, there's nothing like 
having that intimately connected uh, relationship with your spouse. And and when you have it on all three levels, the emotional, the spiritual, and the physical, it's so powerful. And, and it really deepens your marriage relationship, um, especially if you have all of them working at the same time. But what if you don't? What if you don't have that? And so uh, we're going to be talking with Synovia today about how do couples who want more get more, uh, be able to experience more of the emotional, spiritual, and physical intimacy. Um, on today's show, of course, we have Synovia Ross, and she is a licensed marriage and family therapist of Free Yourself Therapy. That's the name of her practice, Free Yourself Therapy. And she has been in practice for over 20 years, helping couples to do just that, among them, among other things, you know, knowing how to connect and free themselves and, and how to have a, a healthy, thriving uh, marriage. Synovia, she has also offered all kinds of counseling. I mean, she she is just incredible in what she does, but she also offers counseling and therapy services to individuals, to couples, and families working with issues such as depression and uh, anxiety and panic attacks and infidelity and uh, grief and loss and difficult transitions, just all kinds of things that she works with. And although she's based in Alexandria, Virginia, she offers virtual therapy via Skype and then over the phone, which allows her really to conduct therapy sessions anywhere in the world. And uh, so that's, that's a great thing for all of you listening out there. Um, also, you know, Ms. Ross, she has been recommended by Ebony Magazine for virtual therapy and has appeared on several uh, radio shows, of course, here in the D.C. area. She's been on Audrey Chapman's radio show, and she's also been on Channel 5 News, the Let's Talk Live show. Um, Sonovia is also a national conference speaker, and she is so passionate. I'm telling you, you think I'm passionate about women and empowering women and, and marriages, but she is so passionate about women's issues, and she enjoys leading support groups and seminars and workshops and just helping women to wake up and tune in and take charge of their lives. She has also been married for about 17 years, happily married for 17 years, and um, with three beautiful children. And so she is just a wonderful person that I want all of you guys to get ready to know. So I just want you to help me to welcome Sonovia Ross to the program. Hi, Sonovia. Hi, Rashawn. Welcome to the show. Oh, that's great. That's great. Listen, I am so excited that you're here, and we were waiting for you to call in and, and just get ready to get this, this show started today. So thank you for being our guest. Listen, I want to ask you. You're so welcome. Hey, I just want to kind of jump right in there. Um, as you know, we've been talking about ESP, which stands for Emotional, Spiritual, and Physical Intimacy, uh, for the past couple of weeks. And I just wanted to know, in your work, what area of intimacy have you seen that most couples struggle to connect with? Um, I would say emotionally. Emotional mm. um, intimacy is where I find most couples struggle with because over time um, we have experiences that we may not have resolved, and so the emotional um, builds up and it develops like an emotional wall. So what I tend to do with couples is to help them to 
clear up what I call emotional clutter. And so that involves unresolved issues that build up and eventually turns into resentment. And so where there's a wall there, there's no way to connect. Wow, emotional clutter. I love that word, emotional clutter. Uh, And, you know, it's so important because when we think about clutter in the natural, you know, how it can distract and how it can take away from the creativity in marriage, uh, in your life as a whole. And, And so you've been able to see how it has stunted perhaps even the growth in a marriage when there's emotional clutter, huh? Yes, yes, that that is true. Because even when we're trying to, let's say, for instance, we want to have an emotional or intimate connection with our spouse, and we're like sponges. So anything that's said right before leading up to the space of being intimacy, we have those thoughts and those emotions floating around, which tends to interfere uh, with you know, connecting um, emotionally. So it's sort of like sponges. So caution couples, just be mindful of uh, when you know that this is a moment or this is a time when you want to be intimately or emotionally connected, be mindful of what you say leading up to that moment. Absolutely, absolutely. I think that it is so important. Sometimes you don't realize that those little words um, can really impact how you're going to connect with that person. And uh, and so being mindful of what we say and how we say it is is definitely key because it can cause, you know, one of the partners to shut down. And so, therefore, as you said earlier, then that wall is built up and then um, you, you're no longer, you know, uh, you know, experiencing the intimacy that we're trying to, to help couples to develop and to enhance or to create in their marriages um, as we've been talking about on the show. So that is so key. That is so key. So how has um, how has this impacted marriages when you see, um, you know, people lacking in areas, whether it's emotional, I know you just talked about emotional, but even with the spiritual and the, and the physical intimacy, how has that impacted marriages? On a spiritual level, um, sometimes when couples come in, um, oftentimes there's sometimes a sense of urgency. Uh, something may have um, happened that has really caused the, the relationship to go into crisis. And usually that involved forgiveness in order to break through whatever that situation is. And so oftentimes I often refer to clients and ask them, if you were in this situation, how would you like for God to relate to you? In that regard, wow, oftentimes we're told to, to forgive. And so most couples say, well, I want to forgive, I just don't know how. And I say, well, in your in your natural state of mind, it, it may be challenging, but when you pull the godliness in you, you have the strength um, to forgive that person. So it would take your, your God that's in you to forgive and to move on. Oh, I love that. I love that forgiveness. Forgiveness. That is so such a, a powerful 
tool that we all have the capability of doing it. But like you said, in the natural, it may be kind of hard to do that, you know. And so, and that's why it does take us pulling on, like you said, the God in us to be able to do that, you know, because it is a supernatural ability to be able to to forgive. And sometimes it's not always easy, and it's and and it really is a process, wouldn't you say? It is a process, so it certainly requires you to do a shifting, to go inside, to get out of your head and to go into your heart, which mm. holds the spirit right there in your center. And so it does require a mental and emotional shifting, which allows for your spirit to really show up um, in that situation. And wow, so sometimes I love I have to that. Teach couples, sometimes I have to teach couples how to do that. Okay. So, in, in, okay. So, in what way? How would you teach a couple to, to a couple that's in crisis who um, don't know what to do? They're they're angry. They're feeling bitter. They're resentful because of whatever that has happened in the marriage. How do you help them to make that shift? Because without that shift, there's still going to be that disconnect in the marriage. Okay. And so, in order to make that shift, I often um, caution couples and make them aware. A lot of it has to do with awareness that, as you know, we've heard sometimes comedians say, um, you've met the representative, or sometimes you hear pastors say, well, you, there are, you know, four people in this marriage. You, you know, it's more of the, your personality um, of each person and then also the spirit of each person. And so I point out to couples that sometimes the personality shows up in uh, the marriage. And the personality can be unforgiving because it is more of a, a defense mechanism, meaning it's something that we use to protect ourselves. So, you know, we would withdraw, we would go, we would go in, we won't forgive, we won't let go. And so if, if more of the personality is showing up in the marriage, it's also referred to as the ego, then it is the personality that tends to bring down the marriage and not allow the marriage to move forward. So when I say, let's focus on your spirit, that part of you that is loving, that part of you that is accepting, that part of you that knows how to forgive, that's the part of you that's going to actually save your marriage. And so by making them aware, yeah, making them aware that there's there are two parts that tend to show up in the marriage. There's a again the personality and your spirit, that part of you that connected in the very beginning. And so sometimes when the personalities take over, then there's there's no space for the spirit. The light has kind of gone dormant. Mm. Wow. Now that that's really powerful. And and is being able to walk a couple through that process and helping them to kind of separate the two, you know, right. uh, because sometimes we want to stay in one mold, you know, uh, of our personality, and and we ignore that spiritual side of us is saying, you know, this is the right thing to do. And it's so important to, to be wanting to do the right thing, you know, um, in order to heal. And, and that, that takes courage. It takes boldness um, to be able to do those things. And so, um, so that's critical. But you, you gave some really, really powerful uh, uh, information about how we need to look at ourselves and, and, and what part of ourselves we need to call on in order to be able to connect and stay connected spiritually. So I, I love that. I really do. I really do. 
Um, I wanted to ask you, how important would you say it is to create or to maintain, you know, these particular areas of intimacy, the emotional, the spiritual, and physical intimacy in a marriage? Uh, the way in which I encourage couples is to be mindful, to have more of a mindful marriage, meaning to be conscious to uh, continuously stay present with each other, and most of all, keeping your marriage current, meaning mm. let's not live in the past or relive the past, because if so, then it, it doesn't allow for us to really appreciate the now that we're living in. Absolutely, absolutely, and you know it's so critical, like you said, to stay current. To stay current, it's 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 what is happening right now that really matters. And uh, and sometimes, you know, I think we had talked about on the show before when we tend to go back to some certain things. Um, you know, we we uh, we miss out on what is presently available. You know, for us, uh, whether we go back to something that happened in the past that was either hurtful or or good. You know, sometimes it's it's like okay, we 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 don't want to get stuck there. That was that was a good time, but let's continue to create some some more good times, some some things that that we can do now at the stages and the phases in our lives that we're at right now, and that's important. That's really critical. That's really it's really critical. And then often I would hear, well, um, Synovia, well, when do we address issues? Um, if we always stay in the now and we're focusing on what's going on now, when do we address the issues that go, you know, unresolved? And I encourage um, couples to have or create a safe time where they can have that time to talk about difficult issues. So if we're in the middle of dinner and enjoying this dinner, you know, that's not the time to bring up something um, emotionally you know, disturbing that may change <laughs> Absolutely. Your, that your current experience. So I would say create an, a space where it's like, you know, honey, there's something that I really want to talk about today. And when's the good time? Mm. And so that so way timing. you know that the, the timing, timing is certainly everything. Yes, yes, that's what I was just about to say. Timing is so important. It's so critical. It's so critical. So, yeah, that's good, and we have to be mindful of that, and, and that's why being mindful, uh, staying mindful in your marriage is, is so important. So you can kind of be able to discern, okay, is this the right time? Maybe it's not the right time, you know, because you want to get the best results, you know, when you do want to share things, and, and you want to be able to, to avoid disconnecting but always maintaining, you know, I want to add in regards to keeping your marriage current, I also encourage um, couples to establish a honey and me time. And that's a time, you know, every evening or if, if your schedules are too complex, every other evening, schedule a time, let's say, for instance, in my home is usually at 930, where that's a time where you sit and you connect and you do things together. Um, and it's different from being in the same room where one person's watching television and the other person's on the computer, but it is engaging each other, you know, playing a game, having a conversation, reflecting on the book that you, you're, you're reading in that sense. And so mm-hmm. that will also help keep the marriage current because you're constantly engaging with each other. Wow, that's awesome. That is awesome, and that's so important. Staying engaged will help you stay connected, you know, and, and, and that helps you to also, as we say, upgrade your marriage. You know, let's, let's upgrade our, our 
emotional and our spiritual and our physical connection. As a matter of fact, I want to kind of talk a little bit about physical connection. I got a couple of more things I wanted to 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 say, so hopefully we'll be able to get it in before our time is gone. But when it comes to physical intimacy, um, I know you have encountered uh, a trend that's kind of happening among couples uh, called sexless sexless marriages. So what's going on there, and how can we prevent that from taking place in our marriage? Well, with sexless marriage, that comes with, again, and I continue to repeat it, emotional or unresolved issues that build a wall up. And then there are often times where we have to learn how to be physically connected with another person. I was just meeting with a couple the other day, and he said, you know, in my family, we didn't hug, we didn't touch um, each other. We just, just don't do that. We just did not do that. And so um, he said, I'm not a touchy-feely person. So I said, well, you know, what I'm hearing you say is that this is just the way that I am. And I said, you mentioned that, you know, you just have a, just had a beautiful baby girl. And I said, do you, are you raising her the same way that you were raised in your family? She's like, oh, no. I hug her, I kiss her, and I tell her how much I love her. And I said, if now you're telling me that you're having difficulty sharing that with the mother of your daughter, and it really mm. caught him off guard and caught him off guard in that sense. And I said, with physical uh, connection, if you did not grow up with physical connection within your family, you can always develop that. It seems to flow naturally with your daughter, and why do you, you know, cut it short when it comes to your wife? Wow. And it's, it, it is a learned technique. I mean, we don't have to let the sizzle run out of our, our marriage. We don't have to, you know, withdraw from one another. And instead of going deeper into physical intimacy, letting a, a couple know, uh, letting your partner rather know what you love, what you don't love, and, you know, perhaps what worked for you five years ago is not what's what's on the agenda now. And, and But being able to, to make that effort, to still connect and enjoy each other um, uh, physically and to enjoy the sexual relationship and have fun with it and to grow in different areas of your relationship. I know we got about three minutes left, so I don't know if you want to tag a little something else on that as we uh, get ready to close out with, the, with my last question, but is there anything you want to add on to how to keep that, that physical intimacy, that sexual relationship vibrant and, and exciting and, and all of that, that it doesn't have to get boring and old? It doesn't have to get boring. It doesn't have to get old. Um, and the way in which I encourage couples to keep it vibrant is to, you know, part of it is the lack of desire. Often I hear couples ranging from the 30s to their mid-50s and, you know, to the 60s, um, I just don't have that desire anymore. And it goes back to, well, how do you feel about this person? And if you're focusing on the, all the things that you don't like with that person, of course it's going to be difficult to want to be intimate with that person. So I really encourage couples to focus on what does your, what does your spouse do well? What do you really enjoy about them? And so the more you focus on what you enjoy, the more you will bring that, and that's, the more of it will show up in your marriage. The more negativity you see about that person, then the more negativity you, you bring within that marriage, and, and I so think, and I think that. Mm-hmm. I'm go sorry, ahead, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Nishan. 
No, I was going to say, I think that's that's key. That is so key. Even the negativity that we can bring for ourselves, especially women, you know, if, we, if we've gained weight, if we, uh, you know, we'll, we'll focus on, you know, the, the cellulite or we'll focus on, the, you know, the roles or we'll focus on so many things that really is not that important. And it's not to say that we should let ourselves go and that, you know, we shouldn't care about ourselves being healthy and, and, and still, you know, working on our sexy, but it's it's really important to not focus so much on the negative, but, it, but to focus on enjoying who the person is as a whole, you know, as well as physically what you see, you know. And so that's that's real critical because I've known over the years if couples have, have uh, you know, because my wife has gained weight, I can't really get into her or, or, or whatever else that has happened. So it's so important to to not let all of that matter so much so that it's interfering with the with the physical intimacy. Would you agree? And that's where it calls for focusing on the person's spirit as well. All right. Well, listen, I want you, before we get ready to close out, I, I, is there a couple of tips or tools that you can offer couples listening that you haven't already offered because you shared so many great things that can that can um, help them to have that powerful ESP marriage, you know, to, to have a marriage that's delicious and it's going to last forever. Just give us, like, a couple of things real quick. Okay. One, I would suggest that you both, uh, write down five things that you would like to bring into your marriage or five different things that you would like to experience in your marriage. And so when you both combine your list together, you have ten things that you want to do, something that you haven't done. So that way it will keep your marriage current because it's something new in that regard. And, yes. and allow yourself to be open to enjoy um, bringing your marriage to a whole new level by being open. That sounds great. That sounds so great. Listeners, no, we are out of time, but I just want to thank you for coming to the show today and sharing your expertise on how to build a powerful marriage. Listen, if you guys want to connect with Synovia, you can always contact her at freeyourselftherapy.com or you can email her at synovia at freeyourselftherapy.com. You also can give her a call at 703-678-9873. Thank you guys for listening. I hope you enjoyed the show. If you have, you can email me at intern at uniquelydesigncoaching.com or message me on Facebook. If you like the show, click the blue follow button on Blog Talk Radio and invite others to join in. Again, you can reach Synovia at Synovia, is S-E-N-O-V-I-A, at freeyourselftherapy.com. Thank you guys for listening, and make sure you tune in again next week. Bye-bye. Goodbye. Thanks for tuning in to Uniquely Designed Talk. Tune in every Monday at 9 a.m. Eastern Time. And remember, own who you are every day to become everything that you were meant to do and be as we empower you to uniquely design your life.